Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. And the NL Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, Amazon Music, iHeartMedia. Go get it. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and our terrific, terrific friends at the Syracuse Fitness Store. Go get the best workout equipment in and around Central New York. you got to stop over there, man. Andy and his staff, they have it all. The workout mats, they've got the Stairmasters, the bikes, the free weights, jump ropes, you name it. Syracuse Fitness Store, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Also, a big tip of the cap, thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform, as well as Axe Exotic Pets and Ken's Auto Detailing. I can't wait to talk NFL with our next guest here on the program. He is a former front office uh, executive and, and a former scout. He now co-hosts the Go Long podcast with my man Tyler Dunn. It is Jim Monas. He's on Twitter at Monas42. That's at M-O-N-O-S 42. He simply says, study the stats. Jimmy, welcome back, buddy. Mike, it's awesome to be back, and it's real football season. Yeah, no kidding, right? Let's start with the Bills. What side are you on? Did they just go out and lose to a team that was better that day, or are you on the other side when this is where I am? In that, and I, I thought Pittsburgh was better. Clearly, obviously, and the Bills, you know, lost. I thought the game in in the first quarter. They just didn't. They didn't. You know, the Sanders throw, the overthrow, uh, the field position, not taking advantage of that, and the McKenzie return. But I also have warned people: look, hype, expectations, bullseye, Allen contract. You walk into every store, everywhere. Josh Allen's in front of you. He's on billboards, cardboard cutouts, seltzers, beers, wing sauce, and you know, half of the country picking the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Doesn't that contribute a little bit to that week one? Oh, and by the way, fans back for the first time in two years. I, I mean, doesn't that contribute a little bit to, to, to what happened? Mike, it's like you're in my head. Um, we talked about this on our podcast, Go Along with Tyler Dunn, that I brought up the expectations this year. And it is Josh Allen never in his career has played with expectations in college or in the NFL. Now, he fish, like you said, who's everybody's MVP vote? Josh Allen. 
lose everybody's Super Bowl team, the Bills. And you nailed that so perfectly. You know, you've watched football for a long time, but you don't take advantage of a kick return or a wide-open touchdown early in the game and you let a team hang around, like a, especially a veteran team that's well-coached and tough. That's a recipe for a loss, and that's what happened. What were uh, some other week one things that stood out? I, I mean, God, the Packers got just steamrolled. I'm, I'm going through all the games. I'm almost done with every game, watching every game right now. Wow. I, I don't even know who that was. That was like, watching Aaron Rodgers was like almost like uh, Jay Cutler with one foot out. <laughs> I mean, it was strange. His body language, his, it didn't make sense. Yeah. And, and that, now, now we always have to calm down week one. You know, let's, let's see how it turns out. Because let's face it, I mean, we know he's one of the top two or three quarterbacks in this league. But that offseason, I mean, that didn't look right. And that was a that was a whipping. That was a whipping. Um, Tom Brady at forty four. Tom Brady at twenty four thirty four. Can you tell a difference? No, you. Can't. It's crazy. It, it, this one has me so confused. I, I can't figure it out, and I'm done trying to figure it out and just watch it and see what happens. But that team is so good. Uh, they look better than they did last year. I will say, you know, they weren't some dominant team last year. I mean, they have room for improvement, and they're actually showing it. Um, what I was more impressed with was really with Dak Prescott and what he did um, in that game. was incredible. Uh, to, to really, they should have won that game. But Mike McCarthy does Mike McCarthy things. Yeah, no doubt. We're talking with Jim Monas, a former scout and front office uh, personnel man uh, with multiple teams, including the Buffalo Bills. He also co-hosts the Go Long podcast, which is amazing, with my man Tyler Dunn. <laughs> GoLongTD.com. Go subscribe today. And, of course, you can follow both Tyler and Jim on Twitter. Jim at Monos42. That's at M-O-N-O-S 42. Um, when you – I'm just going to give you a couple of quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, yeah. one by one, and you tell me yeah. what excites you the most and what you see at this juncture. I'm going to start with Justin Herbert. Herbert's ridiculous. I just got done watching him this morning. Um, it, he's – He's making what we all we always talk about when quarterbacks seem to make the game look a little bit easier. No panic. He has it right now. Uh, he's got toughness, accuracy, arms. And there's nothing he really doesn't have. It's sky the limit for him. And that surrounding cast, that left tackle they drafted Slater played very well mm-hmm. against uh, the, Red, the Washington football team. So there's definitely some uh, – Herbert, it's, just, it's sky the limit. Yeah, and by the way, you add Corey Lindsley to that. No relation, by the way. Um, you know, you add him to the that Charger teams on no the question. up and up. Yeah, yeah. No question. Nobody's, it's funny how you can. It's funny when you change coaches. Um, and, and I'm a you know Anthony Lynn's a friend of mine sure. and a really real respected coach. I, I think the world of him. But time management and, and that cost the Chargers as a coach. You can't be the reason you're costing your game some you know, team games. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Joe Burrow. <laughs> So basically copy and paste what I just said. He's not as physically gifted as Herbert as far as arm strength and, and running around maybe, but it's everything you want. It, that whole team buys into him. He's got them wrapped around the finger. They have weapons. Joe Mixon is always – he blows my mind away for his size to move the way he moves. I like that combination they have on offense. I'm still not sold on that head coach, still not sold on that offensive line, but Burrow, I'm sold on. Uh, one more, uh, well, actually a couple more. How about Kyler Murray? So Murray, Murray, I thought played really well against Tennessee. That was a good, I was, that's a guy that I really wanted to pay attention to this year to see 
is he going to take that next step? Where's the consistency? Now, sometimes it, it pays to have DeAndre Hopkins. It doesn't hurt. And, and that's a good thing. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that as a negative for Murray, but you know, there's more to come with him. And, and eventually we need to see him get into the playoffs and do it in the playoffs. And then just, this is kind of a two headed monster to close actually two more, but, but obviously we can group them together. What about Zach Wilson with the Jets and Mac Jones with the Pats? So this was fun watching these guys. So Wilson was frazzled. He certainly was. Um, it was a lot for him. He, he looked out of, he just looked out of sync, but when you see some of the throws he was making, the talent is obviously there. And so I wouldn't, and I love his toughness. You know, he just didn't, it, it was just a little, the game was a little much for him. But man, when he settles down, you're going to see some incredible throws, especially his moving around on the run. It's special. And then Mac Jones played a very good game against a good team, the Lions. He played a really good game just with the Patriots. One of the fumbles hurt the Patriots a little bit. But Mac Jones played well, better than I, I probably anticipated. I thought he did a nice job. What do you think will happen with the Bills this week at Miami? Do they bounce back? Oh, this game is fascinating. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm fascinated by it. I think Tua is just a guy. I think there is – you won't believe – I think there is no reason, and this is crazy because I know it's down in Miami early in the season. It's always, it's always, it's always so hot down there. And it does catch teams. We used to talk about it all the time. But I see no reason the Bills don't win this game. Um, I really don't. I'm just not a Tua guy. You can't. Ben Roethlisberger played horrible, and they won that game. You can't. And to me, you can't let another quarterback who's average beat. You know, the argument is always when you talk quarterbacks, you just go right to Patrick Mahomes with every possible thing first, <laughs> right? He tops the list. Yeah. But I got to tell you, Jim, watching Russell Wilson on Sunday and watching him through the years and that teardrop throw to lock it, and, and his, his deep ball is so absurd. Can, can you argue that Wilson actually throws the best deep ball in football? Oh, I would never argue that. You couldn't yes, agree with that. He is... Russell goes back to I, I got I was lucky enough to see him play back at NC State when I was an area scout. So, so I, good. I think yeah, I just think about him all these years. It, wherever he goes, you know, one thing, he's gonna win and he's probably gonna be the best player on the field. How scary can the Rams be? <laughs> it's you know, I'm interested to really see them through the year. I thought the Bears, believe it or not, I thought the Bears did some good things. Um they, they, they blew some coverages and gave up some easy touchdowns, which you can't do if you're the Bears. But there's there's some more there's some things that the Rams need to iron out. But as far as Stafford looking comfortable and a perfect match, I mean, and you know how I feel about today. I think he's special as a coach. So, yeah, that, that one, they look scary. All right, I want to finish with this. Obviously, there are so many layers and so many moving parts to an NFL franchise uh, to succeed. I mean, hell, winning even nine games a year, coming close to the playoffs is super hard. Then you go up a level, you make the playoffs, you win a game, you win two games. You, you know, now, now you're a championship contender. You kind of go on the rise like the Bills did last year. And then you got to hit the reset button and do it all over again. Um, can, can you just, from your experience inside the walls of NFL franchises, can you dive deep into into that a little bit more, Jim, in terms of just, I can't imagine how chaotic it is 
to keep things right, to keep things level, that the people getting along, egos, uh, got to find the franchise quarterback, injuries, bullshit, this year with Corona. I mean, there's so many things going on in an NFL uh, in, in, in an NFL franchise. Can you just, can you dive into that in deeper detail, Jim? Because oh, you, you've done it. I'm, I was a part of it, and, and I'm, I'm, as a scout or a personnel man, and lucky enough to be around, this is where your head coach means everything. So important. So important. There's a reason. I I don't know if you're a big fan of the movie Rounders, one of my favorite movies, but Matt Damon says in that movie, you know, he he laughs when people wish him luck when he's going to the poker champion. He's like, why are the same guys in it every year if it's luck? And and I feel the same. Why is Mike Tomlin? Why is Andy Reid? Why is Sean Payne? Why are these coaches every year successful? They have a way to keep their team grounded. Pete Carroll. Yep. Pete, <laughs> Pete Carroll, my man. But you're right. You're right. The same guys. These, there's a reason, and it's all the coaches. And that's what some of these young coaches, you know, they get hired because they, they're the offensive, you know, guru or whatever. But do they know how to get a team healthy? That's first important. How does your team enter the playoffs healthy and then stay focused? What's the wildest thing that you saw in your time? That 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 held back the team from succeeding, winning. You know, I'm going to tell you in Buffalo under Marone, uh, when Jim Schwartz was the coordinator, um, I saw a divide in the, in the defense and offense, and the defense was looking around like, "Hey, what, we're doing our part. What the hell are you guys doing on the yeah. other side of the ball?" And th- and that was and the Schwartz defense before Rex screwed it up. By the way. <laughs> And that defense was so good. It was so good. And we had good players on offense, too. We just, we always go back to it, the quarterback thing. And I, I'm not going to try to ever say anything about, you know, I don't want to tie Rod. Those guys do a great job, mm-hmm. but they tried. But offensively, we just weren't right. So so basically, I saw the divide. It gotcha, happens. gotcha. It happens. That it, I, you think about it in the NFL, you think everybody's a team, and we're going to play, hey, if the offense is struggling, you know, you're taught defense, you pick it up. Well, yeah, you, you can, but every now and then you need it to go the other way, too. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of testosterone in an NFL locker room and a lot no of ego, point. let's be honest, no doubt. No doubt. About that. Jim Monus at Monus42. He's sneaking up towards 500 followers. Give him a follow. Uh, the terrific former personnel man and scout and, of course, the co-host of the Go Long podcast with Tyler Dunn. Subscribe today at golongtd.com. Jim, I love chatting with you. I do. Thanks for coming on, man. And, uh, hey, continued success. And one of these days, man, we gotta we got to get together. Mike, I would love to. And, like I said, I follow you on Twitter. I see some of those Angus Pub food <laughs> pictures. It makes me hungry every time, so I'd love to meet you there. See that? Jim knows what he's doing. Allen Angus Pub, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Nice little segue there. Go get the best darn Angus burger in town. They've got wraps. Last week, I had a French dip, and it was the best that I've ever had. They have homemade uh, salads and soups. They've got great desserts. And, oh, by the way, an awesome selection of beers on tap, in the bottle, and in the can. All happening, Harrison Street, Allen Angus, in and around Central New York, before and after all the big events Get on over to see Randy, Matt, Ann, and the gang at the Al and Angus Pub, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. We're also presented by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State, and our terrific friends at Camillus Golf Club. Go play Camillus. Still some weeks left to play golf. Um, really nice course, 18 holes, scenic. Greens are in great shape, and you can grab 
some food after your round as well and uh, pick up an Under Armour uh, polo shirt there in the pro shop. The Camillus Golf Club since 1962. Golfers throughout New York State, go play Camillus Golf Club. Log on today to CamillusHillsGolfClub.com. Book your tee time right now. I'm going to give you my week two NFL picks. I'm going to kind of go through the games and you know hit the storylines, key matchups, et cetera, et cetera, uh, going in order how they are listed. Um, and uh, obviously, one game's already in the books from last night. The Giants uh, played the Washington football team. Uh, the Bengals are at the Bears, and, and I just I don't see any reason why. And I know the Bears' offensive line is bad, and I know that they played a superior defensive player in Aaron Donald. I know that they you know played some ferocious pass rushers in the first week against the Rams, but I just wouldn't mess around anymore with Andy Dalton. Just play Justin Fields. Good Lord. Get him out there. I, I'm talking in full. Don't, don't keep swapping the quarterbacks back and forth. Let Fields play. Um, let's see what this guy's got, playmaking, arm strength, size, etc. Um, and, you know, the Bengals are a team that, uh, you know, they win week one against the Vikings, Burrow's back, they look pretty darn good, Mixon, Jamar Chase, that's a really legit offense in Cincinnati. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals on the road. I'm going to take them close, 24-23 to 23, uh, at Soldier Field in Chicago. The Texans at the Cleveland Browns. This is obviously a, a game that Cleveland has to have. Uh, they could have beaten the Chiefs yet again. Stop me if you've heard that before. Uh, they had that bad punt situation there at the end uh, where uh, you know the punter just ran with the ball to the right as opposed to just booting it somewhere just to get it out of there. And then Kansas City takes over and voila, they score in, in game set match. Um, but the Texans are atrocious and they beat the Jaguars last week. I commend Terod Taylor. I commend you know the Texans for being ready and prepared. I pre- I commend them for beating any team in the NFL. Um, with all the distractions that have been going on with Deshaun Watson and all the rest, I give credit to David Culley, the head coach of the Texans. But they're still a terrible football team, and Cleveland has got to win this game. And I think they roll the Texans. I think they win this game big. I'm going to go 40-16. to 16. Cleveland beats on the Texans pretty good here. And, and obviously, look, you know, a lot of keys to this game, um, you know, Cleveland and Houston both need to stop the run. You know, you've got to deal with Kareem Hunt. you got to deal with Chubb. Uh, if you're the Texans' defense, if you're the Browns' defense, you got to deal with Mark Ingram the second. Um, and maybe this is the Baker game, right? Like, Baker Mayfield, when he's forced to throw and win games in the fourth quarter, I don't trust him. Um, he threw a pick against Kansas City. I've heard every excuse in the book for it. Like, oh, well, he was under duress, and the guy came from this particular angle, and he did it. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Baker, he throws picks in the fourth quarter. He does not get the job done like a Mahomes, like uh, many others, Russell Wilson. So uh, I do like Cleveland big in that game. Rams at the Colts is fascinating stuff. Last week I had mentioned the 5-12 to 12 week playing, kind of joking. But Carson Wentz played last week for Indianapolis, and this is a home game. Um, yeah, it's inside. You know, you can look at it from both sides. The offenses could be pretty darn good. Uh, the Colts got physically pushed around by the Seahawks. That's a major concern if I'm a Colts fan because the Colts are typically a physical club, especially on defense. They need a big, big game out of their defense. The Rams are favored by 3.5. I think they surpassed that with the Matt Stafford-led offense. Give me the Rams 31, 
to 26. Bills at the Dolphins. This is a big, big game here for the Bills, obviously. Uh, laid that egg in the first week. Missed opportunities in the first quarter. Uh, Allen overthrows Sanders. They don't take advantage of the opening kickoff with Isaiah McKenzie running 75 yards. Uh, they win the field position battle. Uh, they turn the ball over, and then all of a sudden they're only up 10 nothing at the half, and then voila, good teams figure it out. Good teams hang around. Good teams punch you back in the mouth. Good teams start winning the line of scrimmage. Pittsburgh Steelers right there to a an absolute T. Uh, that's how they roll. So uh, the Bills have got to come out and win. I, I think they got to pressure Tua. they got to create some turnovers. You know, the defense for the Bills was actually overall pretty good in the game, overall. They were very active in the beginning in terms of the defensive line, getting after it. They did shut down Najee Harris in the run, but they didn't, as time went on, they didn't get to Big Ben. And Big Ben didn't play great, but he had those couple of throws. He had that little over-the-top throw to Deontay Johnson. It was a big touchdown. And Johnson made a really, really great acrobatic play. But Big Ben sat back there for a bit. Big Ben sat back in the pocket many, many times. And the Bills have got to get, you know, where's A.J. Epinesa, right? Like, let's get Jerry Hughes consistently. Greg Russo was a fire a plug, a firework in the beginning of the game, but then uh, the O-line was able to plug and neutralize him. Um, you know, where, where are guys consistently? They've got to start getting in the backfield and getting to the quarterbacks. I do think the Bills rebound, but I think it's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be a slugfest. Miami's corners are really good. They have a lot to prove. Remember last year, all they had to do was win in Buffalo and they would have made the playoffs. The Bills not only beat them, they blew them out with many of their starters not even playing. And so the Dolphins have a lot here to be motivated for. I'm going to take the Bills, but I'm going to take them close. I'm going to take them close. I'm going to go 28 to 24. Patriots at the Jets. Give me New England in this game, 20 to 10. I think, again, offensive line, defensive line, uh, and defense in general uh, will keep the Patriots in a lot of games. I think they'll be able to neutralize and get after Zach Wilson because that Jets offensive line is piss poor. And uh, Mac Jones looked good in week one, man. I think they've really got something with him. 49ers at the Eagles. This is one of my more intriguing games in week two because the 49ers are a Super Bowl contender. And the Eagles, I mean, if you if you think of things that jumped off the page in week one, the Eagles blowing out. I mean, you can't trust Atlanta no matter what at this point. And their Super Bowl window closed after being up 28-3 to on New England late in that game. Julio Jones makes a great catch, and they just don't run the football. And so could you imagine what would be happening right now if we were talking about Matt Ryan as a Super Bowl champ, right? And they probably don't fire everybody and all the rest, right? And the Falcons don't uh, just swoon to, to, you know, to, where they, uh, to where they are now. Um, but the Eagles are, are absolutely positively flying. And Jalen Hurts was great in week one. And that offensive line is tip-top. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this matchup with... You know, Bosa and company and Ford and all the other rushers that the 49ers have against an elite offensive line with the Eagles and the quarterback play will be important as well. Uh, does Trey Lance get in there more um, than he did last week against Detroit? He did share some snaps with quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo uh, in the first quarter. We'll see what happens in this one. I'm going to take, though, the 49ers on the road. I just think they're a little bit better at this current point. Uh, the Eagles crowd is going to be banana land, but I'm going to take the Niners in a defensive struggle, actually, 23-17. to 17. Raiders at the Steelers. 
I'm going Pittsburgh all day long here. I think Pittsburgh comes out of the gate in week one. They win. They've got confidence uh, knowing that their offense didn't play uh, anywhere near to the top of their capability. I mean, look, they still have Claypool and Schuster. I think Najee Harris, despite not being a, a factor against the Bills, I think he's going to be a superstar in this league. Um, you've got Pittsburgh home. Vegas has to fly across the country. I think the Steelers have better playmakers. I think they have a better defense. T.J. Watt should be able to get right through that Raider offensive line. Cam Hayward and company. Minka Fitzpatrick's going to be all over the field. And I think the Steelers will try to kind of shut the run down um, and then force kind of Derek Carr to have to win the game. I like Carr. I think he's got talent. Um, he's clearly not in the upper echelon of QBs. He's probably in that second deck, maybe even the two-way deck. But um, I just think it's going to be a little overwhelming for the Raiders to go on the road and beat the Steelers. Give me Pittsburgh 34, the Raiders 24. Saints at the Panthers. This is another really, really intriguing game. Both teams 1-0, both teams in the NFC South. I love I love going to games in Charlotte to see, um, you know, to just the stadium is terrific. There's no bad seat. I've seen, I think, two or three games there now. Um, I think this game's going to be close. I really do. I, you know, I, I do like a lot of road teams this week. Um you know, because I just think that overall, man for man, they're just they're 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 better. Um, clearly, Sam Darnold, this is a better spot for him. I mean, you know, he gets out of the fishbowl in New York. He's in a market that chills out a little bit more. You know, he's got better weather. He's got new teammates. He's got a new philosophy of a head coach and Matt Rule. It's a better culture. Uh, there's just so much more for Sam Darnold uh, here, uh, and I just think it, it was a great. I mean, for him, it's just a great landing spot. Um, you know, he's got help. He's got Robbie Anderson. He's got Christian McCaffrey. Um, McCaffrey was awesome in week one, you know, after being injured last year. I mean, he had almost 200 total yards. Um, but I'm going to take the Saints because I'm just going to – Sean Payton a little bit more than Matt Rule, right? Like Jameis Winston and Darnold, it's almost kind of a toss-up. But in the Saints system – uh, I'd go a little bit of Winston here. So uh, give me the Saints close in this game. Let's go 30-27. to 27. Broncos are at the Jaguars. Boy, wake me up when this one's over. Huh? Good Lord. Um, Denver pounded the Giants. Giants are terrible in week one, and the Jaguars lost to the, um, Jaguars lost to the Texans. Um, I, I want to take Jacksonville for fun, but I'm not going to. I know it's a tough trip for Denver. You fly across the country, da 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 da. You know, uh, but but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Denver in an ugly game. I'm gonna go 16 to 13. Denver gets it done. Uh, the Vikings are at the Cardinals. Uh, Minnesota, of course, losing to Cincinnati in Week One. The Cardinals throttling the Tennessee Titans in one of the surprise games of Week One from my seat. I couldn't believe how much they pushed them around and how the Tennessee Titans were just completely non-factor. Derrick Henry didn't do anything. Thanks so much. He's on my fantasy team. Um, but the Cardinals, I mean, this offense is is major, man. And A.J. Green looks like a little bit of his old self. DeAndre Hopkins is unstoppable. Kyler Murray. Uh, the offensive line looked a lot better than I thought they were going to look right out of the chute. Um, and we know that the, de- the defense can cause some major problems. Chandler Jones Five sacks in week one, TJ, J.J. Uh, Watt was all over the place. The secondary was blanketing the receivers. So the Cardinals are out of the gate and running. They're kind of a scary team. They do have a lot of potential, but something seems to always happen to them. Remember last year, 
with the Hal Murray against Buffalo. After that play, the Bills soared. They had a bye week and ended up in the AFC Championship game. The Cardinals ended up nosediving and missing the postseason. I'm going to take the Cardinals at home here, though. 38-24 to at State Farm Stadium. Falcons are at the Buccaneers, and I'm going to go Tampa at home. They're just a better team. Brady uh, is the man. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I didn't even think that they played their A game against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it took them, you know, the last possession – for Brady to get it and drive down and, and kick the field goal and win. So I'm going to go Tampa Bay in this one. Uh, eh, let's go 28-20 to 20, uh, over Atlanta. I need I need me some Calvin Ridley this week, though, huh? Come on. Uh, Cowboys are at the Chargers. Um, difficult game for Dallas. Dallas is, God, that schedule right out of the shoot, man. God, you got to go to Tampa, and then you have to go to the Chargers? Good Lord. Um I'm going to take the Chargers here, man. I mean, you know, the Washington football team did a fairly decent job, you know, week one defensively, but it's only a matter of time before Eckler goes wild and Keenan Allen goes wild and that Charger offense just starts, you know, lighting it up. And, again, tough trip for Dallas. I don't think Dallas is that good. I think it's another hype season for them. Uh, and and I'm going to take the Chargers in this game, 35-28. Uh, to 28. Titans are at the Seahawks, another fascinating game. The Titans, what a tough road game here. you got to go across the country. It's a tough home atmosphere. you got to deal with Russell Wilson. The Titans got shellacked by the Cardinals in Week 1. The Seahawks bombed the Colts in Week 1. And you have, um, you know, a situation here where, uh, again, uh, I'm going to go home team. I'm going to go quarterback I like more. I'm going to go coach I like more. Um, Tennessee with a new OC, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, he had some major trouble uh, in week one. And, um, you know, Seattle just looks like they're a really confident bunch right now, right? I mean, Russell Wilson looks like Russell Wilson. Lockett's all over the place. Carson had a great week one. So I'm going to take Seattle here, 30-20. Um, Sunday night football should be a hell of an atmosphere at m Bank Stadium in Baltimore. The Ravens hosting the Chiefs. Hostile environment, physical team in Baltimore. I think they keep the Chiefs in check for a little while, but eventually something happens. Magic is in the air because Mahomes is in your building. I think Mahomes takes off in the third quarter late and all of fourth quarter gets a couple, two, three touchdowns uh, in the second half and takes care of the Ravens' defense and uh, Kansas City moves to 2-0. Let's go 40 to 31. I think the Ravens will put up some points in this game. Um, I, I do kind of like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I mean, the Chiefs against the Browns, I, one thing that I, I just, I look at with the Chiefs um, is I like some of their defense and then the other part of their defense, I just don't like. And, you know, I really think that in the secondary they're really thin outside of the Honey Badger, Tyran Matthew. I just think they're really thin there. They've got a couple of rookies they're kind of hoping to count on. Um, I just don't love I don't love their corners. I really don't. Um, but I do like Chris Jones. I do like Frank Clark. Like, I like them up front. I just don't like what's beyond that. Uh, I also don't like the linebackers on this team that much. So, um, you know, the Chiefs, Steve, they got exposed, you know, until the Browns blew it, the Chiefs were getting exposed by the Cleveland Browns. And, um, you know, they're going to have to tighten some things up, especially against Lamar running all over the place. But I'll still take KC in this one. 
And then on Monday night football, all eyes are on what the Green Bay Packers are going to do. How do they respond from getting absolutely just pounded, shit-pumped, as the guys on Spittin' Chicklets would say, by the New Orleans Saints? I fully expect the Packers to rebound and have a great game against the Lions. I expect Aaron Rodgers to have a three to 400-yard game and everybody go off. I'm going to take the Packers in a blowout in this game. I picked the Packers to win the Super Bowl, by the way, and that pick right now looks awful. But the season doesn't end after week one. Give me Green Bay 38, Detroit 17. This is the ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, and anywhere else you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We're brought to you by Rosie's Corner, your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Sit Means Sit Dog Training. Man, Dave and his staff have got it going on. If you're in and around Central New York, it's Syracuse's best dog training. Get started today at sitmeansit.com. Free evaluations are available. They will accept any breed, any dog, any behavior. Uh, it is just fantastic stuff. And by the way, Sit Means Sit Dog Training, they've been featured on ABC Today, the Today Show, the Washington Post. Uh, they've been featured, and they've been featured on a USA Today Network, Animal Planet, MSN, the Weather Channel, and also featured inside the Sporting News, Sports Illustrated, and, of course, uh, on Barstool Sports and CNN uh, as well. So sit means sit. They've got the reputation. Go get your free evaluation. Bring your pup to get trained today at sit means sit Syracuse, 315-437-3647. That's 315-437-3647. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. Thanks for listening again. Thanks to Jim Monas for jumping on as well. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. 
Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com fedcontracts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.